Amen. I'll tell you what, though. I, I really do uh, feel like uh, preaching. I'm not going to preach long. I know we want to bless these boxes, and we've got some other things to do here at church today. So uh, I promise not to be too long. Uh, but I had a meeting with my son. It's been, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And uh, he said, Dad, you try too hard sometimes. And you're trying to be somebody that you're not. He said, I just want you to be yourself. Amen. He said, just be yourself. And uh, you don't have to please everybody. He says, you've got a lot to bring to the church. Amen. He said, uh, look at all the years. and Look at all the pastoring you've done and everything. He says, just come up and share with the people. So today, I'm going to share. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to give you what God's given to me and uh, try to do the very best that I can. And uh, I know that uh, God is with us today. I want to read uh, three scriptures, uh, or just three different uh, verses today, three different uh, places in the Bible, and uh, then we'll get to the message today. I want you to turn with me to Proverbs 20, 29, or it's probably going to be up here, I'm sure. Proverbs 20, 29. The glory of the young is their strength. The gray hair of experience is the splendor of the old. Luke 5. Luke 5. In uh, verse 37. We're going to read verse 37, 38. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. 1 John 2.14 1 John 2.14 I have written to you who are God's children because you know the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith because you are strong. God's word lives in your hearts and you have won the battle with the evil one. I want to preach a message today, and I put a title on it, When Strength Gets Together with Experience. When Strength Gets Together with Experience. Join hands with your neighbor. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We realize, dear God, that you're such a great God. And Lord, you're feeling your presence in this place right now. I can just feel this whole room, dear God. And it's almost like a, an aura, Lord Jesus, to get through. And Lord, I'm just so thankful and grateful and honored, Lord, to be able to bring forth the Word of God today. We ask your blessings upon it. We ask your blessings upon this congregation that they might be able to receive what's from God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When strength gets together with experience, Amen. You know what? Uh, in, in, in the Bible, even talks about Caleb. He says, when I, when I was young, I was strong. Now I'm old, but I'm still able. So we're going to talk a little bit about the young and a little bit about the old today. And then we are going to take over our community. I really believe that today. We're going to take over our community. Jesus shed his blood and rose again on the third day. And you know what he said? He says, I want you to represent. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to represent. We're going to work while it's yet day. Amen. And we are the church of the Lord Jesus.
We're, we're members of the body, amen, and we're all peculiar, amen, we're different. I'm different than you, and you're different than me, but when we bind together, <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's no holding us back. I believe that we're fully equipped to get the job done, we're well able, I believe that we can possess the land. Everybody say, possess the land. Possess the land. And I want God to use us for miracles, for signs. For wonders. Amen. Now, that's what God wants to do. Amen. Amen. But you got to be willing. you got to be able. It doesn't matter where you're at. Come on. Amen. doesn't matter what you're doing. Just release it to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what. I was inspired by Pastor Aaron last week when he got up and he said, we wrote this down. We wrote that down. And man, everything that we wrote down, it just happened. Amen. That way. And we go up and we show the, the individual, look, we have this wrote down. You're the one. Amen. You're our treasure today. Mm. I'll tell you what. We need to turn this world upside down. Amen. And we have the name. Everybody say name. Name that demons tremble at. Blood is applied that we've got the power. Amen. <laughs> uh, we got power over sickness. Amen. We got power over sin. Amen. We got power over disease. Yes. I'm in the right place today. Amen. Hallelujah. All we need to do is turn this world upside down. And you know where it starts? It starts in our family. Amen. It starts in our family. And then it goes to our neighborhood, our city, our county, amen, uh, our region, wherever you go. Uh, you know, sometimes we think we need a revival. We don't need a revival. Revival's here. Sometimes we think, well, if I go to a camp meeting, I can bring that back. It isn't about a camp meeting. I'll tell you what, revival's good. Camp meeting's good. Special services are good. But I'm telling you what, God is here right now. We can leave that building different than what we came in. We can go out and we can do things that we've never done before. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Last week, uh, uh, in fact, this last Saturday, I was in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And uh, we, we just finished, and, and it was great. I'll tell you what, it was really great. We just finished Financial Peace University. And uh, financial peace was just a, a great thing in our life. And so we got our little envelopes, and we got money in our envelopes, and we're spending money. And so uh, uh, we had a, a gift card, and we went to this restaurant where we had a gift card. And uh, I'm looking at the menu and trying to figure up in my mind, and that way I'm saving my envelope money. Amen. I've got a gift card. And my wife says, Greg, yeah, I just, I just got one of them flies. Nah, I got it. <laughs> he said, he said the flies would be bothering me up here, but I just killed one. Uh, I'm quick. I'm old, but I'm pretty quick. And so we're in this restaurant, and my wife says to me, and and I mean I'm all worried about money, you know. Got to have this much in envelope. Got the end of the month and all this. And she says, I want to bless this little girl. This is a girl probably, I don't know, 22, 23 years old. Yeah, that waited on us. And uh, I said, well, sure. And I'm thinking, all we got was, you know, like soup and half a sandwich. And uh, I believe in tipping. I've always believed in tipping. And, and I always like to give like 20%. 
And so the bill was only $18. So you can do the math, you know, it's $3.60. And I think, well, you know what, I do want to bless this girl. We'll give her $4. <laughs> that's over 20%. Well, that's a good little tip for a, a little tiny lunch. And uh, I asked my wife, I said, what was you thinking? And she says, $20. <laughs> I'm digging in the envelope now. <laughs> and I said, she says, what do you think? And I said, I'm not thinking $20. <laughs> and so I upped it to five. You know, you can leave a $5 tip. That's a pretty good tip for a lunch. And, and she says, no, I, I really feel wet of God for 20. And, I, and she says, do you? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> and then I begin to realize I'm in the flesh. I'm not in the spirit. And the girl comes back by and wasn't anything particular about her or anything. And I'm thinking, I don't feel it. But you know what? We don't always have to feel it. She felt it. And all of a sudden, God just slapped me upside the head. And I said, yeah, we'll give her 20. So when we're leaving, Patty hands her $20. This girl just breaks out and cries. No, I can't take that. That's too much money. That's more than your bill. And uh, she says, no, we want you to have that. And she says, we're Christians. And she says, do you have a need in your life? We want to pray for you. This girl just started crying. And she said, I just went and told my mom last night, and I know there's some things I have to get right in my life. And she's saying that. And Patty said, just, here, let me, let me pray for you. And she knelt down there at the table. I mean, really. And I thought, well, Patty's going to say, oh, God bless her, help her, Lord. No, Patty's got to really get into it. She's praying. Praying out loud. Ran a little loud. That is, I opened up one eye and there's people looking. And I'm thinking, you know, this prayer's got to end pretty soon. But this girl's getting into it too. She's just really liking it. So they prayed for a long time and God really blessed and then God beat me for not uh, participating in that enough. But I'm going to tell you what. Sometimes God will speak to you. You just... It doesn't matter if you're in Pigeon Forge. It doesn't matter if you're in Tip City, Troy, Piqua, Sydney, where at Columbus. It doesn't matter. God will move and work if you allow Him to do that. Amen. And sometimes it's got to start someplace. Amen. It really does. It's got to start someplace. And uh, Paul said that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against the dark world. And that we have to be armed and united. Uh, if we're going to overcome the adversary. A lot of times we just like to get up here and say flowery stuff, but there is an adversary, and we've got to unite. Amen. We really do. We've got to unite, and we've got to come against this thing. And uh, you know what? Snowflakes, and we had some last week. Snowflakes are one of the most delicate things that God ever made. You ever really look at a snowflake, kind of catch it, and just melts in your hand? And, and you wonder about that. You know, they're just so delicate and each one is different. Yet, what can they do? What can a snowflake do when it sticks together? Oh, Amen. If you don't believe me, call a friend that you have up in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Amen. And ask them what a snowflake can do. But you know what? I believe that the Bible says that we're to be separate from the world. Uh -huh. And when I say separate from the world, I mean we shouldn't have bitterness in our heart. We should get rid of that bitterness, that jealousy, that envy, that 
unforgiveness, uh, any discord. Somebody, uh, once in a while, you know, we, we don't like maybe the way something's going and we'll tell somebody and tell somebody else. Uh, that's sowing discord. You know what you need to do if you disagree with something? Pray about it. Go to that person. Amen. Amen. Don't talk to somebody else about it. Amen. As long as I don't get drunk, as long as I don't smoke dope, as long as I'm not perverted, as long as I don't commit adultery, I'll be okay. Amen. You know what? It isn't all about that. It's about waking up every morning and saying, Jesus, create in me a clean heart. Amen. Create in me a renew my spirit. Give me something that's going to wake me up. Give me something that's going to make me dance. Give me something that's going to make me raise my hand. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what. There's something about Jesus being on the inside. Mm. The Spirit of God. Jesus being on the inside. Yeah. Hallelujah. What is going to do on the outside? Yeah. 2 Corinthians, Paul said, don't be ignorant of Satan's devices, oh, that unforgiveness, God. but love and treat people right. Yeah. Love one another. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know what? Love, forgive, yeah. because I'm going to tell you what, we're going to go to heaven together. That's right. Amen. We're going to go to heaven together. You know what? Sometimes we get confused. We have confusion. We have that competition, that jealousy, that control. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? It raises up in me. Amen? It raised up in me when I sat across from my wife in Pigeon Forge and she said she wanted to give $20. God ain't telling me $20. Amen? What you have to do You've just got to get rid of that stuff. You know what? It's just like our praise team. Julie, Ashley, Cheryl, and, and Michael. You know what? They're not up here competing with one another. You know, I was up there and I, I was just praising God. In fact, as I went to the prayer room, uh, while they were praising it, it was just so sweet. And I felt the Spirit of God. And I was praying up there. I come down and I see Cheryl making her way down there. And I seen her stop and get some Kleenex and start wiping her eyes. And she's just praising God. You know what? She's not in competition. She wants to see him be blessed. Julie's not in competition. She wants to see these uh, see Ashley get blessed. Amen. And Ashley's team get blessed. And Michael get blessed. And all these things. Amen. And that's what it's all about. It's about souls. It's about doing family and church together. It's about preaching and singing and doing all these things. I told my group Tuesday morning, I said, you know what the greatest, one of the greatest accomplishments that I feel in my heart, and I mean this with all my heart, and I said, that's to sit down and listen to Matt preach. It's to sit down and listen to Aaron preach and say in my heart and mean it. I mean, I'm not just saying this. Man, I couldn't have done better. They're better than I am. And you know what? It doesn't make me want to get up here and preach a little bit harder. It doesn't make me want to get up and preach and, and say I'm better than them. It makes me proud to be a father. It makes me proud to be a saint of God. To know that we've got the Word of God coming forth like that. Amen. That's what it's all about. And I'm going to get to my message here too. Older generation imparting 
to the younger generation. Amen. I remember my wife Midge before she passed away. In fact, it was Christmas time. And I'm sure these girls will remember that. Kendra and Destiny, she asked them to come over. In fact, as she told me before she asked them to come over, she said, God has put it on my heart to impart to them. And uh, she came over, I think you guys made Christmas cookies, if I remember correctly. I was kind of in and out. And uh, she was talking to them. And then I remembered right before, maybe four or five days before she died, she grabbed a hold of me and she says, Great, I've got my grandchildren, I've got all this. I, I don't want to die right now. I've got things I have to do. And she says, and one of the things that, that God really wants me to do is to impart into Kendra. Is, uh, is just to be able to do this and, uh, and impart into destiny. She says, I, I really know that there's so much more that these, God's going to use these girls in a great and a mighty way and I want to impart into them. Amen. Amen. That was one of, the, one of her major reasons for wanting to stay alive was so she can impart. And I know this week, earlier this week, my wife had a dream or felt something and, and uh, it's a young mother here in the church that's not married and, and she says she's on my heart and I feel like that I'm to teach her, that I'm to impart to her and, uh, and she says I, I know it's God and I don't know how, you know I'm going to have to find time because I've got to do this, this is what God wants me to do I'm talking about, you know what as an older person and I'm going to show you who's older and who's younger here in a minute some of you ain't going to like it <laughs> but it's okay because I'm up here and I'm in control. <laughs> Amen. But it is. It's for the older to impart to the younger. Amen. And for the younger to say, man, I need that. I, I, I like that wisdom. I want that wisdom. Amen. And, 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 and the devil doesn't like it. You know what? The older generation, the devil wants you to think that the younger generation is arrogant. Come on. Cocky and wants to push us out. Amen. You're done. You're old. Set aside, old man. Let me up there. Amen. That's what the devil's whispering in the ear. But you know what? I know better. Amen. I know better. Uh, I, I know a lot better than that because the devil is a liar. Amen. And, uh, the younger generation wants to think that the older generation isn't going to accept them. And uh, you, uh, uh, they think that we think that they don't have what it takes. But I'm here today to call the devil a liar. I'm here today to recruit young people. I'm here today to recruit the older people. Amen. An army that believes that's working together. Somebody say, I'm still with you, Brother Simmons. Come on. Because we're getting ready to preach now. Uh, Proverbs 20, 29. It says that the young man is a strength. And the gray hair, or lack of hair thereof, Brother Garrett. Uh, that's okay, isn't it? I'm preaching now. Amen. You'll get it back one of these days when you go up there. But anyway... And it's the gray hair is experience. And the young and old have their advantages. Amen. We don't have to despise or be jealous of one another. Uh, the Bible says by this, uh, man knows 
by the love that you had one towards the other. Amen. I'm not in competition with anybody. I just want to see someone saved. I just want to see someone healed. I want everybody under 40 years of age, if you're 39 and younger, stand to your feet. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I was going to make it older, but then I remembered I had a son. It's 40. But I mean, look around here. Look at the young people in this church. Give them a hand. Amen. Amen. You can sit. You can sit down. Amen. And my son and his wife, the senior pastor here, they're young people, and I respect him, and I respect his knowledge. You know what? We're in a war in the Middle East, and young people are dying and being put in body bags, and. Uh, some of them today are sitting in a Humvee or a tank or walking a patrol with a rifle. But somewhere else is some gray-haired colonel or gray-haired general saying this is what we need to do. And sitting there figuring things out. Now they may not be on that front line. But they're telling them what to do and how to do it and how to win the war. Amen. And the general saying strike here, go there. But you know what they're doing? They're working together. We need the old. We need the young. And we're going to tear the devil's kingdom down. Amen. You know what? We're going to see more miracles, things than we've ever saw before. Amen. Uh, you know, something, uh, uh, my wife, uh, she had something wrong. I forget what it was with her legs or something. We went over to my daughter Leah's house and we go over there. And uh, uh, Emily had some friends over. And I think Anna Leah was there. And uh, Chloe was there. And, uh, and it was her foot. Yeah, she had, I mean, she could barely walk. It was killing her. And uh, she told Leah, she said, I got this problem with my foot. And, uh, and I mean, it was really, really bad. And you know what Leah said? Leah said, I'm not going to pray for you. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> she said, hey, girls, come here. These little tiny girls, Anna Leah, Emma, Chloe, reached over and laid hands on her, laid hands on her foot and prayed for her, and God delivered her immediately. Huh? Oh yeah, I, I forgot that. Yeah, you did. You went, you went outside and took off running down the sidewalk. <laughs> what are you guys laughing about? She came back. <laughs> Amen. I love my wife. I really do. But you know what? When when we see things like that, and and we we know that these things are done. You know what? What faith? And God is going to do it here. We need young people who are strong and ready to go. Amen. You know what? In a relay race, somebody's running and somebody else is waiting and they got that baton. They got that baton. And when they come by, that guy's ready to grab it. And he's ready to take off again. Amen. 
And I, I, I begin to think about that. Somebody else started it. But somebody else is going to finish it. That race. Amen. And I realize I can't do the things that I used to be able to do. You know what? Sometimes I go to bed and I have dreams at night and everything. And I think, I'm just a young guy. <laughs> then I wake up. <laughs> and I realize that I'm not. Amen. Or I was moving uh, my big china cabinet last night. And it's really, really heavy. And, and uh, we have kind of an uneven uh, tile floor that the guy we bought the house off of was so proud that he'd done it. But uh, there's times where you can't move things. And so it was loaded down. And, and it was, it's heavy when it's not loaded down. And I tried to pick it up. And I thought, I can't pick this thing up. And uh, my wife... And the engineer, she said, well, if you scoot it down this way, maybe we can get it over this way, and then you can scoot it back, which I was able to do that. But, uh, you know, in the old days, I worked for Beacon Van Lines in California when I was in the Navy, and I was 21 years old. I would actually strap a refrigerator to my back and pick it up and walk up the plank and set it down in the back of the truck. I'm, I'm not making that up. I did that. Because somebody said, I bet you can't pick up a refrigerator, and I said, strap it on me. <laughs> and I did. Maybe that's why I'm waking up with my back hurting today. I don't know. But some may plant. Some may walk. But who gives the increase? God gives the increase. You know what we're going to see? We're going to see blind eyes open because we're working together. We're going to see deaf ears unstopped because we're working together. The young and the old. We're going to see lame people leaping and jumping and walking because we're working together. Amen. The young and the old. Hallelujah. You know what the prophet Haggai, uh, uh, he says, uh, this new temple, it don't look like Solomon's temple. Amen. He says it just don't. It don't have the splendor. It don't have the beauty. It's not like it used to be. Come on, Woo. Come on I'm going to step on some few old people's feet right now. You know, because sometimes we think, and sometimes that devil will get in our ear and say, it isn't like it used to be. Well, you used to go to church at 7 o'clock, sometimes at midnight before you got out. And you just worshiping and dancing and having a good time, amen. God was saving people. What's wrong now? Because people look at their watch and, and if they're not out of here at 1 o'clock uh, and uh, you know they're not going to get it, they'll have to wait in line at the big boy. Come on. Amen. amen. Come on. Come on. <laughs> or for you health people, maybe some sushi bar someplace. I don't know. But I, I do know this. It isn't what it used to be. It isn't like it used to be. Amen. Hallelujah. You're comparing the old with the new. Thank you, Lord. And, and Haggai said, it isn't what it used to be. And he turns to a young man, Zerubbabel, and, and Jehoshadak, and he says, be strong in work, because God said the silver's mine, the gold is mine. Amen. In verse uh, Haggai 2 and 9, it says, that the future is going to be greater than the past. It says the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the glory of the former. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that. And I realize that I'm living it right now. I'm in a church right now that's better than it used to be. 
Amen. And I thank God for my pastors. Amen. I thank God for them that will get up and pray in the middle of the night. I thank God for a pastor that wakes up and doesn't quite feel it. And he gets down and he begins to pray because he needs to feel it. Amen. I'm hungry for more things than three songs, a testimony service, and a sermon in Big Boy. Come on. It's the way it used to be. You know what, though? Old things are still good. You know what? I don't want religion, though. I want Jesus. If God before us, who can be against it? Psalms 102.18 says this. Let this be recorded for future generations so that people not yet born will praise the Lord. i got to read that again because I'll tell you what, that blows me away. It says, let this be recorded. Amen. I got a little tiny granddaughter. Amen. It's just a few weeks old. Amen. And, uh, and, and it says, let this be recorded for future generations so that people not yet born or those that's just been born will praise the Lord. Jesus began a new ministry in Matthew 9. He began healing the sick, raising the dead, rubbing shoulders with sin sinners, uh, telling the Pharisees like it is. Uh, and in Luke uh, 5.37, and we read that earlier, men don't put new wine in old wineskins because it'll burst the wineskins and they'll lose the wine. You know what it's saying? It says you've got to put that new wine in new wineskins. It's saying both are good. Amen. Like to have some of them old wineskins around. But if you're going to put some wine in something, put it in a new wine skin. Begin to put it into the young. Begin to see what they've got. Begin to see the strength that they've got. Amen. Both is still good. But one's flexible. One's pliable. Amen. One uh, uh, doesn't have to struggle with enlarging their boundaries because they're young and they're strong. And God's going to do a great thing. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, sometimes we get old and we get dry. We get unflexible. We don't have patience. Amen. And it's all about conserving the status quo. We don't want change. Amen. I, was, I preached at a church about a month ago. And one of the things that they didn't want, they didn't want change. Amen. They didn't want change. And he would insert a new song once in a great while. And they'd have to play it on tape because no one would sing it. And uh, he brought drums into church. But unfortunately, he didn't bring a drummer. Because he had somebody with, uh, what, what's, what's those drumsticks called? Stuff with the wires on them? Brushes. Brushes. Just had somebody... I'm not making fun of them. I'm just telling you that. And those people, they did not want change. They didn't want it. They liked the old hymns. They liked the old things. And that's just the way they wanted it. Now, I'm not saying that old is entirely bad because it's not. Both is still good. Amen. Uh, but I want you to know that God is getting ready to do a new thing. Amen. Actually, I said it today when she was up here. She said, God's doing something new. Doesn't that excite you? God's doing something new. 
He's doing something new here with us and for us. Amen. And, and I, I can't hardly wait because God's doing a new thing. There's a new heaven. There's a new earth that's being made. Amen. The message is the same. The method is different. Amen. The future is a new thing in us. But don't push out the old. Amen. Back in 1913, somebody pinned the words on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Amen. You know what? I still like singing that song once in a while. Amen. But you know what? I also like the new songs because David said, hey, folks, wake up. It's time to sing a new song. A new song. And I like the new songs. I'm just here to worship Jesus. That's what I'm here for. Whether it's contemporary, whether it's Southern Gospel, whether it's a new song, whether it's an old song, I'm going to worship Jesus. Amen. Amen. I really am. And whether it's rap, come on. That bad boy went. The pastor great found grace in the eyes of the Lord and he landed high and dry. Amen. Okay. Isn't it fun to have church? You know what? We have the same message, the same Jesus, the same baptism, the same Holy Spirit, but we have a different package sometimes that we have to deliver. But God's doing the same thing that He did 40 years ago. 40 years ago, I wouldn't even have been invited into a pulpit without a tile. Come on. I'm serious. I was preaching 40 years ago. And if I would have went up like this, and this is almost overdressed here. Yes. Amen. I'm going to tell you why I'm wearing what I'm wearing. Black pants and a white shirt. I had a funeral yesterday. And I was going to throw them into the dirty clothes. I thought, you know, I just have to. I'm going to put them up and I'm going to wear them tomorrow. I love my wife and I know she does laundry and she'll appreciate me getting two days out of it. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what, we need to get behind our pastor. We need to get behind the young people of this church. Young people, you need to seek out the experience of the older. You need to ask, you need to ask blessings upon them. Amen. And because it doesn't matter, even if you're on the right track. Come on. I'm going to say something, Kenny, you're going to like this. Even if you're on the right track, if you sit down, you're going to get run over. Come on. That's kind of deep, isn't it? You know what? I'm going the right way. I'm just going to sit down. You're going to get run over. Amen. So you don't need to do that. But I'll tell you what I want to do today. And then I'm going to turn it over to our pastor or Pastor Matt or Pastor Aaron. I want somebody that's young to find somebody old. I want somebody old to find somebody young. And let's stand right now. And let's pray for one another. Amen. Pray that God will use you and God will use the other person. Amen. Just pray. God will do something great. Amen. He will. God will do something great. 
Because I really believe, I, I believe that He will. I want to see God move in a great and a mighty way. Let's go before the Lord and pray right now. Heavenly Father, I come before You right now. God, this young man, dear God, I want You to bless him in a great and a mighty way. I want You to use him for working Your kingdom. God, I want You, Lord Jesus, to open up doors that's never been opened before. God, I want You to open up the windows of heaven and pour Him out a blessing, dear God, to pour Him out of anointing, dear God, that He'll be able to be used of You in a great and a mighty way. Lord Jesus, let Him be used, dear God. Let Him, Lord Jesus, be blessed. Let Him be a blessing to others. Let Him be able to have the gift of healing, the gift of prophecy, the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge. God, you bless him right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor Aaron, Pastor Matt, whoever. Pastor Nicole. Oh, there's Matt. I think we need to bless these two. All right. If you're young, just raise your hand. Because uh, there might have been a few of you that were missed. So just stretch your hand out if you're you were standing earlier. I'm out. I'm on the cut list for 41. So old people just extend out to these young people. Let's just pray over them one more time. We just bless these young people, Lord Jesus, that they have the they have the insight, Lord. They have the strength, Lord Jesus. They have the flexibility, Lord, to take our ceiling, our our ceiling, and make it their floor, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just declare blessings over them. We just declare, Lord, that we will lift them up. We'll be a, we'll be a Moses generation. We'll lift the arms, Lord Jesus. We'll lift the arms of the young so they can fight these battles, Lord Jesus, with our wisdom and insight. Lord, as us older people in here, Lord, we got wisdom and insight from you. We will, we will come up with strategies, Lord Jesus. We'll lift up our pastor and his wife and we'll just we'll be there for them. We'll have their backs. We'll lift their arms. In Jesus' name. Man, Pastor Greg, just when you thought you couldn't do it, we did it again. So, God is good. Man, what a great message. Uh, we do want to bless these boxes. Uh, there's, I, I can just see the hearts that went into all of these packing of these boxes. And, uh, man, let's just uh, gather around up here. Come close. And if you can touch a box, let's touch a box. Operation Christmas Child is such a wonderful thing. Where's that, Tiana? Do you want to come up? We're going to have Tiana, our, one of our missionary outreach. Her and Nick. Is Nick here too? Is he out there? Okay. We're going to have Tiana lead us in prayer right here. Wow. I just don't see boxes up here. I see lives. You are all literally touching the life, changing the life right now. So, God, I just thank you right now for every single box that walked through these doors by a person, Lord. Your child who is sending a box to a child to change that child's life, God. And I just thank you for them. I thank you for every item that was put in those things. That you have divinely put those things in the box for the child that needs them, God. And you will just touch their lives. That you will just 
that you will shower your love and your blessings upon each one of those children, God, that they will open their hearts to receive your love, God, that they will walk a walk that they had not planned to walk because they are going to walk your path and your plan. For each child that receives these boxes, God, I just thank you, and I just ask that you will put a protection around those that will be traveling with the boxes and delivering them, God, that their countries will be open freely to receive these boxes, that the pastors of the churches that these boxes go to, that they will be abundantly blessed, God, that they will be able to be good stewards of these boxes, and that they will be able to be good stewards of the... Um, of the people that are going to receive these boxes, God. And I just thank you right now for the families that will be changed through these boxes. The families through the children that receive these boxes and the families that are changed here in this country that get the opportunity to pack these boxes, God. I just thank you for this whole entire program, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. That's pretty cool. Uh, some of these have a little thing that says track your box. So if you pay for that online, you get to track your box. So, uh, Man, this is an awesome thing to see up here with all you guys gathered around. Uh, we just want to wish you guys a, such a happy Thanksgiving. I just want to bless you with your families as you get ready to leave here. I know sometimes it's difficult around the Thanksgiving holidays, especially when we have family members that aren't believers. And uh, we have family members that need more Jesus than anybody you know. <laughs> I just want to pray over you guys, your Thanksgiving, that it is the best ever. That you're able to just give freely, eat like crazy, but spread the love. So Lord, we just bless you right now. And we say thank you for Thanksgiving, that we can come together. Lord, whether it's, it's people in our family or whoever, Lord, that we can encounter you at the table. Lord, that we can just you bless that food that you're making and all the women and men that have prepared it. Lord, you give them strength and you just bless them for that. But Lord, let us encounter you at that table. No matter how small or how large our table is, how many people's around it, we want to encounter you, Lord Jesus. Because this is the time of the year that we can have open doors to bring you into situations where you weren't welcome. Lord, that we can do it with our love that we're different. It's been a whole year and a whole year of growth with us, Lord Jesus. That we can sit at the table with other people who don't believe like we do. Don't believe in miracles. That don't believe in heaven on earth. But Lord, you put us in an atmosphere. You put us at the table with somebody where we've had a year of growth where we can just bring you to the table. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. Have a great Thanksgiving.